0: It is honoring a little bit more your ecosystem. You're actually doing a U turn from focusing on the outside at the informational level, outside meaning your outer image and other people's outer image. And you're doing a U turn and going inside and looking within to let out some of the pressure because it's whether we let it out or not or share it or not, it's there. So it builds up and there's a sense of pressure. Welcome to Heal Your Relationships. This podcast is all about healing your marriage and your other close relationships without waiting for the people around you to change. I'm your host, Dr. Kavita San. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, my friends. Happy Thursday. Welcome to another episode of Heal Your Relationships. Today, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite, favorite all-time topics, something that when I sort of figured it out, it helped me make sense not just of myself, but also of my upbringing, my parents, the people around me, my siblings, the people I choose to be in relationship with. It just sort of made sense you know, and it also gave me the choice, the freedom, the capacity to go deeper into certain relationships. If I wanted to be more emotionally connected, I now had the tools to be able to do so. So I'm going to share this framework with you, which I think will be super helpful. So in the podcast today, I'm going to give you a brief description so that you understand the three levels of emotional intimacy and get an idea of the framework, and the languaging around it. And then I want to invite you to our free Facebook group called Helio Relationships, where this Thursday, every Thursday, in fact, I do a free in-depth training that is only for our Facebook members. So this podcast and the free Facebook group is really where I share a lot of my frameworks tools for free. So I'd love for you to come and join the link for the free Facebook group should be in the show notes. So let's talk about emotional intimacy. One of the reasons I even started thinking about this is because clients would often come to me and say, you know, I have this problem where I try to share something frustrating that happened at work or during the day with my partner And he just jumps into telling me what I should have done or problem solving or thinking of solutions or telling me what to do next time or how to prevent it. And I don't want any of that. What I want is empathy and presence and listening and validating and feeling seen. And if you are in any sort of close relationships with anybody, you have felt this dynamic as well. Either you are the person who is longing for that sort of presence and connection and feeling seen by somebody else, or people in your life have complained about that, saying that you might maybe jump into problem solving too soon. Either way, this framework will be super helpful for you. The problem with emotional intimacy, okay, is that we don't understand what it actually means. People think that emotional intimacy means that One, you have to spend a long time sitting with and talking about feelings with another person. That is absolutely not true. You can, but that's not actually always going to lead to emotional intimacy. And I'll tell you why in a second. Okay. So number one, the false belief is in order to feel emotionally connected to somebody, I have to spend a lot of time and just listen to an outpouring of feelings and shut off my opinions or the way it's uh, landing for me, and just agree with them. That is a false belief. That is not emotional intimacy. Okay. The second false belief is that in order to have that level of emotional intimacy, you need a lot of time to get to know somebody, right? You can only do that with people when you've had a lot of time. Now, here's the thing time does help depending on your attachment style, too. If you're a dismissive avoidant and you're with somebody who has a secure attachment, over time, it can help you open up more. So there is some truth to time helps us feel closer. However, it's not necessary once you know what actually emotional intimacy is and how to create it in an authentic way, then you can replace the factor of time. Okay. Why is this important? because many of us are so busy these days. And our friendships suffer, our relationships with our children suffer, our relationships with our romantic partners suffer, our relationships with ourselves suffer, because we literally feel like we don't have the time for anything, right? We are rushing from thing to thing. And in between the doing, we're thinking about the next thing. So we're so preoccupied that we only have short, small bits of time to be able to connect. And if it feels to us that there is no other option but to take a long time before we feel comfortable enough to connect, it will mean that we'll end up with a lot of superficial relationships that don't feel fulfilling just because of the nature of modern life, right? Okay, so what is then emotional intimacy? Emotional intimacy is when you know and can connect with your own feelings your needs, and the edge of your authenticity. Meaning, where do I end? Where is the edge of who I am? And where does another person begin? Now, this sounds really simple. And in physical terms, of course, we know where my skin ends and where somebody else's skin begins. But in emotional terms, we often don't. We become very enmeshed with feeling upset that the other person is not seeing and agreeing and feeling the way we do or having similar values or opinions to us in certain matters, even though our own feelings and needs and opinions themselves shift over time, right? So when I say having an idea of what my feelings and needs are, but also recognizing that that is my ecosystem and knowing where my emotional ecosystem ends and where somebody else's begins. Being aware of that on an energetic level is crucial to emotional intimacy. Notice I did not say, emotional intimacy is about knowing somebody else's feelings and needs and wants and desires. Because if it was only about that, guess what? You have shot past emotional intimacy and run into emotional enmeshment because you have lost your sense of self. There is no you there, right? And that means that it feels to the other person that they're speaking to a wall or air, right? It's nice to be able to speak whatever you want because air or the wall doesn't object or tell you you're wrong. But on the other hand, there is no genuine exchange. So emotional intimacy is not about just being concerned with somebody else's feelings Or opinions and shutting off your own. If you think that is emotional intimacy, you are actually people-pleasing and enmeshing, which actually does not feel good to you, nor does it feel good to the other person. You have to know your own feelings and needs and where you end energetically, and where another person begins. And you have to then follow up with curiosity for your state and the other person's state both about the issue that you're discussing, but also in the moment that you're discussing it, what's happening in both of your ecosystems. That's the part that many, many people miss. In the moment that you're discussing it, how is the energy going back and forth between both ecosystems? People miss that. They don't talk about what's happening in the moment. They only talk about last week you said this or yesterday you did this. And that misses the most deepest layer of emotional intimacy, which leads me to the three layers. There is a superficial layer, which is called the informational layer. This is the layer that is about how you present to the world. It is your name, your ethnicity, your nationality, your likes and dislikes, your opinions, your political leanings, your favorite things and preferences in food or culture or art or music, right? Your job title, your educational qualifications, your successes, the way you dress, all these things are part of the informational level. Many of us stay only at the informational level when thinking about ourselves and also when relating to another human being. But that is a first level. It's superficial because you don't know what is behind the mask. You don't know what the other person is dealing with or repressing or struggling with. And because of that, you don't feel seen or understood and nor does the other person. That's why there's lack of emotional intimacy. Now, this does not mean that it's bad. Informational level is not bad. It's how we navigate the world, right? You don't want with a colleague or maybe you get together for your college reunion. You don't want to have every conversation be deeper than an informational level, right? You need a lot of the conversations to be at the informational level in order to get through the day. There is nothing wrong with that. However, the problem with our society now is that almost all our relationships stop at the informational level. And this breeds a sense of loneliness, insecurity, and narcissism. Let me tell you what what I mean by that. Loneliness, because None of us feel seen, nor do the people in our lives feel seen by us. So there's a sort of a sense of being in our own bubble and feeling separate from everyone else and being stuck in our heads, right? The insecurity is bred by the fact that we place so much emphasis with all the Instagram influencers and all the pictures people post on Facebook. And the image that we're trying to build constantly about who we are and how we are living and in an indirect way, how we're living better than somebody else means that everyone, including the people who are posting the pictures, right? Everyone is caught up in the underlying vague sense of insecurity that maybe my life isn't as great as somebody else's. Maybe my success isn't as Good as it could be. Maybe my kids are not doing well as they could, which means I'm not doing as well as I could as a parent. You see what I mean? Because it's all about image management, it breeds loneliness, but it also breeds insecurity in all of us. And number three, it breeds narcissism because we are so focused on managing our external image and jumping to judge somebody who may or may not fit our opinions and and viewpoints, that we become fixated on seeing that as our only measure of worth. So then we cling to it and we defend it and we fight for it and we hurt people for it. We become selfish about wanting to hold on to that certain image, even though it's a thin veneer. So it's a big problem. So we need to learn then how to move from the informational layer, which again is not bad, But being only at that layer really damages mental health and damages our relationships. So the next layer deeper is the personal level, okay? Most people, even when they're talking about emotional intimacy, might at best get to the personal level. This is the level where you might share some of your feelings, what you needed or wanted or felt at a particular time, what happened to you in your past, some of the struggles you may have gone through or overcome maybe even some secrets that you have that you've never told anyone else, that you finally tell a loved one or close friend or a therapist. These are all at the personal level. It is honoring a little bit more your ecosystem. You're actually doing a U-turn from focusing on the outside at the informational level, outside meaning your outer image and other people's outer image. And you're doing a U-turn and going inside and looking within, to let out some of the pressure because it's whether we let it out or not or share it or not, it's there. So it builds up and there's a sense of pressure of feeling overwhelmed or feeling lost, maybe sad, withdrawn, lonely, angry, resentful, right? So we might go see a therapist or hire somebody or maybe make a big purchase or do something to let out the pressure and If some of that letting out of the pressure is sharing what you are going through and how you're struggling and what you're thinking and feeling with somebody else, that is the personal level. Even with a therapist, and I'm a a double-bolt certified psychiatrist, and I can tell you 99% of therapy sessions stay at the personal level. Again, not bad, but you're not doing the person that is your client the complete deeper service that you could do for them by staying only at the personal level. Because the deepest level of emotional intimacy is the relational level. This is where you are actually checking in and sharing with each other how it is to be you in the other person's presence in that moment. That is really being in the present moment, really connecting with what's happening for you right here, right now, and really sharing from a place of truth, because anything that we talk about in the past passes through our ego, so to speak. We make up a story about it, and so does everybody else, right? But when we're talking about what's happening right here, right now, there is a level of truth, raw honesty, and vulnerability, and presence that really gives you a sense of feeling seen, and seeing, and understanding another person. That is the true emotional intimacy. And it's very, very rare. Like I said, even therapists, coaches, people that I train, I have to train them in this level. Even if they have done many certifications, they have had years and years of schooling and professional degrees, they are not taught this level themselves. The best healers are the ones that can be in this moment with you. And help you access all of you in this moment. That is the relational level. So to recap, emotional intimacy is not just about sharing your side. It's not just about being concerned with the other person's thoughts and feelings and shutting down any opinions that you have. Because true emotional intimacy is being aware of your feelings and needs and your patterns, and how your past may be influencing what you're thinking and feeling now. And also knowing that that where the edge of your ecosystem is and where somebody else's emotional ecosystem begins and being curious about both. And there are three levels, informational, personal, and relational. Now, in our free Facebook group, Helio Relationships, we have 4,000 other human beings in there who are on this journey of self-awareness, growth, healing, and living life to the fullest potential that they can. I'd love for you to come and join us. The link is in the show notes. So you can join me on the next training where I'll go even deeper into these three layers and show you how to move seamlessly between each layer if and when you want to. Remember, none of these layers are good or bad. We need all three layers. But you need to know and learn how to seamlessly move through them and have flexibility and choice. And that's how you can create emotional intimacy within yourself and the people around you and thus have a sense of fulfillment and feeling nourished in your life. Thank you for being with me. I love this topic. I could talk about this for the next 50 hours, but I'll stop here. I look forward to seeing you in the Facebook group. I love you. Have a great rest of the week, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like access to our marriage repair toolkit, you can go to www.healyourrelationships, all one word, healyourrelationships.com, and look for free training. I'll see you there.